Welcome to Epic, another podcast from With Purpose. My name is Chris and I'm the owner as well as lead business strategist and growth expert for the company. Our special guest today is Chris Bussey. He is a residential mortgage lender with Guardian Mortgage. Chris, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you, Chris. How are you? I am great. I'm really excited that you're on here. Um, it's taken me a little long, a while to get you on, but I'm really glad you're here. Yeah. And I believe that you're going to be bringing a lot of value to the listeners today. So um, in okay. starting this off, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself on a personal level? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'm married to my uh, wonderful wife, Andrea, of uh, just over 10 years now. Uh, we've got two beautiful little boys, uh, Connor, Braden, uh, almost Connor's almost eight. Braden is five. And my daughter is, uh, 16. Uh, she just turned 16 here. She's looking forward to getting her license. Super excited about that. Um, and we live in North Phoenix area of uh, the Valley. I've been actually uh, in the Valley for almost 35 years now. Um, and so basically I've grown up here and this is, uh, this is home. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much, uh, me on a personal level. I'd love to, uh, you know, work and family are really the two things that just consume me, uh, play a little hockey used to, uh, haven't played in a while now, but, uh, that's something I'm definitely looking to get back forward, uh, get back into once this new rink opens up right by the house here. So, nice. um, yeah, so that's, nice that's me. Yeah. 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 Since I was about 12. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good, so good fun sport. All the teeth still. What was that? I still have all my teeth, if you're, if you're wondering. <laughs> so if you grew up in Phoenix, were you on a team growing up then? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, this is pre-Coyotes. Uh, we had the Roadrunners back in the day, uh, which is a, uh, I was just a uh, inner, uh, uh, junior team, basically. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, – we played at Oceanside Ice Rink down in Tempe. There was basically three rinks in the Valley at the time. Oceanside Tower Plaza, which is now called Arcadia Ice, and uh, Metro Center Mall had a rink in it uh, as well, and that's where they filmed Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay. The the, the mall scene there, that's uh, Metro Center. So that rink closed down shortly after I started in about '93, and uh, so then then hockey just took off once the Coyotes came. So yeah. All right. Very cool. That's actually I didn't know that about you. So thank you for sharing. So. <laughs> You're let me ask you this, Chris. Um, thinking about a room, a desk, or a car, which one would you clean first, and why? Um, well, not great at cleaning, but um, lately, though, I've uh, you know I got one of those uh, unlimited uh, car wash packages from uh, from one of the car washes around here, and so because I was tired of never wanting to go take my car to get washed because well, it's just going to rain. It's just course it's going to rain as soon as i do it not that it rains very often so it'll go months without cleaning it and so i got this unlimited now i can just drive through one of those little express things so i probably go every couple of weeks now and wash the car so i probably have to say that's my uh uh most often wa washed not huh. to say the other stuff doesn't get cleaned but <laughs> that's that's first that's a priority yeah yeah all right so do you have like a uh, a favorite word or phrase that you like to use and if so why Not really, no. Um, but I, I mean, I'm a pretty positive person all around. So I, if I had to think about it, be like awesome or nice job or, you know, something, some sort of kind of uh, exclamation of some sort of positivity, I think. Uh, I tend to say thank you a lot in my emails to when my clients pointed out to me. He's like, why are you always thanking me? <laughs> 
So um, that, yeah, no, besides, besides maybe just, you know, replying to somebody that's awesome or a great job or something. No, not, nothing really favorite. That's actually really fantastic. And the fact that your clients <laughs> have noticed that as well. Um, thanks for bringing yeah. positivity into the world. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're welcome. So Thank you're, you. you're a residential mortgage lender. Um, so tell us a little bit about your business. Yeah, so I got into this business back in 2005. Uh, so right during the uh, end of the, the kind of run up to the housing bubble, um, I was a personal banker for years. Uh, I was currently at the time at Chase Bank. I had a client come in that basically uh, he did some mortgage lending and um, I, I didn't know anything about it. He's, you know, he was a really nice guy. I took care of his, uh, a lot of his uh, home equity stuff that he needed. He just asked one day if I ever thought about getting into mortgages. I'm like, I don't even know what a mortgage is, but uh, he, uh, I decided I was kind of up for the the change, up for something new, and decided to take a jump and try it out. Uh, but I've, I've never been very entrepreneurial, and so I didn't want to just jump in. I, I had some reasons for kind of feeling at that point that the market wasn't going to just keep going up 20% every month like it had been doing at the time, and. Uh, so I went in with uh, like a salary and like I became his assistant. He wanted to go golf more is really what it was. He wanted to go golf. So he needed somebody to help, help run the files. So he taught me the business and uh, he did it really, he did it right. He did it. You know, he's just a, he's a good guy. Uh, took care of his clients. Um, everybody I worked with at that office at the time were, you know, they just did things right. And back then there was some, you know, some stuff going on maybe that wasn't on the up and up. And, uh, but these guys did it right. So I learned the business from him and his partner at the time, his business partner, Steve, who's actually still my boss today. And so, um, you know, I just got into the business and learned it from them. And then in 2012, started originating, you know, full time on my own and becoming, you know, uh, uh, proactive and trying to get business rather than reactive at the time uh, previously to that. So, um, so yeah, I've been at a number of different banks and mortgage banks and a lot of different uh, capacities, but uh, been originating new loans now since 2012 and uh, currently now with Guardian Mortgage for the last uh, almost two years now. We moved over here in 2018. So uh, Guardian Mortgage is a, a division of Sunflower Bank. So I work for uh, a mortgage company that has a bank wrapped around it, which is kind of cool. that allows us to do some portfolio lending and stuff. But um, yeah, I just, you know, basically my, my goal is to help, uh, help people kind of achieve their, the goal of home ownership whether that be, uh, you know, the first time purchase, a move up buyer, buying a second, third, fourth, 10th home, it doesn't matter. Whatever their goals are, let's just try to help them kind of accomplish that. And then same thing with refinances, you know, just helping people lower their monthly payments, take cash out. Um, but to me with the refinance, you know, my business is all referral based. 99% uh, of it is referral based. And I'm going to do what's right for that per, for the for the person in front of me there. Not not try to just do a loan to do a loan. You know, you, you're not going to get future business if you try to force somebody into something that they just don't need. So so I've just modeled my my business out like after that uh, philosophy over the last uh, almost 15 years now, and it's worked out pretty well. Yeah, you know, um, for our listeners, I've 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 known you for a couple of years now, and I'm really impressed with the way in which you share um, some of the steps that you work with somebody, even if they're not able to do a refinancing or, or actually take out a loan to get 
um, that house. Would you mind just sharing with with everybody that's listening, kind of the steps that you help people do? I mean, I've I've heard you talk about it from the very beginning, where you you help people like create a budget and and their credit checks and all that kind of stuff. Can you help us um, yeah. kind of just dive into that? Well, it's it's such a huge process, uh, you know, and and you've got to kind of step back sometimes and remember that most people that are going through this mortgage loan process either never done it before, have done it once maybe in the past, or, you know, even if they've done it 10 times, it's still a process that I do every day. And I know what it takes to get a loan done and what the hurdles might be down the road. So it's looking into the future and understanding that where you are right now and where you need to be could be two different things. So a really key component of, of my job and really of any mortgage lender's job should be to look and see what is your current scenario? What are you trying to accomplish? Um, Do you make enough money? Do you have enough usable income to be able to accomplish that goal, to be able to get the payment that you want or the the house that you want? And if not, how do we get you there? Um, So sometimes I've worked with clients for over two years before, before they were ready to purchase, whether it was a credit score issue or whether we needed a couple years of tax returns because they just became self-employed. Um, there's a lot of different scenarios. So my, my, one of my biggest things I try to tell people all the time is don't try to research it online. There's just too much. There's some very general basic information that you can find out to educate yourself about a mortgage in general, mm-hmm. how they work, what, kind, what to expect, the type of loans. But all the other nuance of, of understanding how to qualify is really tough to do on your own. And that's where a mortgage lender really becomes crucial. And it, I just, I, I love f- seeing and feeling and, and, and hearing the sense of relief in people when you have this sometimes 30, 45 minute, an hour conversation with them to go over everything and help them understand what they need to do to accomplish that goal of buying a home. Again, whether it be credit, whether it be income, you know, there's just a lot of different things that go into uh, helping them with that. You know, and I'm really glad you put it all that way because that's that's what I wanted people to hear was not just the words, but the the emotion behind it, the heart that you have for people to, um, well, you articulated it very well, where you're at and where you need to be are two different things. Yes. And so I really yeah. like the fact, Chris, that there are people like you uh, and solely you at this moment that... Um, could come to you and say, okay, this is my scenario. This is where I'd like to be. Can you help me get there? And my assumption would be that you would say, yes, I can help you get there. I can provide you the tools to do so. Exactly. And then it's up to the individual to sometimes do the steps that they need to do. And as we all know, some people choose to do it and some people maybe don't. And sometimes life happens too. And it's just unfortunate. And so, and again, you just, uh, you just got to be there to provide the information and uh, communicate to, to the people. And just, it's, it's amazing how much that, that helps people to uh, feel a lot better about the whole overall the process in general. Sure. And I've got to, I've got to think that it's probably uh, gratifying to you that you're able to help people in this way. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool to be able to, I mean, when people close on their first time home, first time home buyers or just any, anybody buying a home, they're just super excited and happy about it. It's a new beginning. It's a new, it's a change. It's whatever, uh, whatever it is that does, you know, kind of uh, driving them to do that. It's, it's great to help them be able to accomplish it. Is it still the American dream? 
you know, you, you can say that and it, it seems like it is, but I, I, I don't know. That's really interesting to kind of think that. Is it, is it still the American dream these days or is it an expectation? Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it, it, it might seem like people just, you know, feel like it's, it's my right. I should be able to own a home. And sometimes it doesn't work that way. Right. Sometimes you, you know, you just, you gotta have, you gotta pay your bills on time and you gotta have your credit score, you know, at, at, a, at a level where, where you're going to qualify for that loan. And again, if you decide not to make those payments on time and because of, you know, the choice you make, then no, you're not going to be able to buy a home. So, so it's, it's, you know, it's definitely a dream. And I think it's a very accomplishable dream for a lot of society these days. Yeah, I would agree with all these different programs that are out there. So, yeah, and I would agree. And, and I would also say that, you know, if it's if it's worth your while, then um, just like anything, we've got to put the work into that. Um, mm -hmm. So let me let me ask you this then. So I understand that as a residential mortgage lender, you may not own your own business. However, you have worked with probably all different types of people from all walks of life. Um, getting into something that they're looking for, the home, the, um, you know, the shelter place, if you will, um, meeting one of the basic needs um, in, in mass, uh, the hierarchy of needs. So in that being said, um, what are some things that you've learned um, uh, either from people or about people because of what you do? Yeah. Um you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not a true business owner, obviously, in the sense of, you know, owning and operating something. I, I own my client. I don't own my clients, but I, um, I have a, a database of clients that uh, I've, I've worked with over the years and who refer to me on a consistent basis. And my book of business is, um, you know, you have to work it and operate it like a business to be able to generate, you know, the income each month. So, um one thing that I've really kind of learned from from doing the business over the years and from from other people, but more so from trial and error, making mistakes, messing up, uh, is that I've I've become a subject matter expert really on on when it comes to mortgages, and that my what I bring to the table um, and the information that I have to provide to a potential borrower is pretty valuable. And so just learning that that's, that that's, a, you know, that's really my kind of uh, what I have to bring because every, I, there's so many different mortgage lenders out there. There's so many companies out there, you know, why me over that? It's just understanding the, the process and the, and the products and my, my knowledge of it is what's really kind of helped me learning all that over the years has really helped me to, to succeed at my business and been able to, cause you know, you know, when you're a commission based employee, every month you start at zero, just like, you know, anybody else running the business and um, looking for clients to come in, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to, you gotta be able to service those clients. You gotta be able to take care of them and do, and, and, and do what you tell them you're going to do. And um, I've just learned over the years that that's really been a valuable uh, thing that I've been able to bring to the table. I would, I would think so. Plus going back to when you said that, the 99% of your business is referral based um, because you do such a great job because you're that subject matter expert, people recognize that. Um, and I think with the compassion that you share with them um, in the personality that you have, um, that's what really speaks volumes. And I think that that's what really allows you, regardless of whether you're a business owner or not becomes that elite professional, if you will, would you agree to that? Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well said, yeah. Um, one other thing I thought about too is that, uh, you know, I've, I've learned, I've learned that it's okay to ask for the business too. Like one thing that, you know, as, as you're kind of learning, as you go along, you kind of figure this stuff out and it's always, you know, you think you can, you might be a little scared to do something earlier on in your career. And, um, but you know, as you've gotten older and, and comfortable in this business, you know, just learned that it's, it's okay to ask people for the business to, to send you business, to refer business to you. Um, I know that I will do a good job for, for anybody that somebody sends to me or for them individually. So I'm very comfortable saying, Hey, let's, you know, I will take care of this for you and knowing that I'll be able to. That's good. So I don't mean to put you on the spot, but because you brought this up, um, I, I want to ask the question, would you, would you think or agree to the statement that in probably most industries, if not all, it is okay at a certain point to be okay asking for business from people? Yeah. You know, what's funny is like, I, you know, as I was even saying that out loud, I was thinking, well, you know, a lot of people would just know to do that right up front and don't care and don't worry. That's more of a personality thing. I think for me that, you know, it maybe it was something that held me back years ago. There was some sort of, uh, you know, um, something inside of me just holding me back on doing that because of some sort of self-doubt or something. Uh, so yeah, people early on in business, you know, if you're confident of your product, of your business, of what you're selling, of what you're offering, then be confident and, and just and ask for the business and, uh, you know, tell people how great it is. And that, then again, that's more of a personality thing that it was always kind of hard for me to say, you know, to say, Hey, I'm, I'm actually pretty good at this. <laughs> but true. I mean, it does, it does bow to the personality and the mindset yeah. of someone. And, and it really does fall into the confidence level. And if you're, if you think yeah. you've got a product that brings a value to people, then why not ask? And so your point to this exactly. is, is spot on. So what yeah. would, what would be one thing that you know now that you wish you had known when you started? Um, probably one of the, one of the biggest things I I've learned over the years that I wish I knew early on was not to assume anything. Okay. When, when you start assuming something in this business, it bites you. It's, I think that might be the guideline or I'm pretty sure you can do this. If you've got any possible doubt, you just want to fact check it and just make sure and, and be comfortable just telling somebody. I've, I've always been comfortable saying, listen, I'm not 100% sure on that, but let me find out and get back to you. But then there's those times that you're like, I'm pretty sure this is right. And, and you go with it and it ends up probably 75% of the time biting you, you know, because, uh, because it turns out not to be. And unfortunately, you learn things the hard way. And I've messed up in the past and, you know, it's happened, but you learn from each of those. And that now, you know, looking back, if I knew early on, hey, if I assumed something, I better just check that out and make sure for sure that it's uh, that it is what I think. Absolutely, that's great. That's not only a life lesson, but as well as a business lesson. Um, yeah. So, why why your why your company? Like, what separates you from everybody else? Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's always that tough one because. There's listeners and very, very good mortgage lenders out there that have uh, done this longer than me and do a great job, just like I do. Uh, we all kind of do the same thing in the industry, honestly. I mean, we all underwrite loans to the same guidelines, which is Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, VA. Um, they, those investors have the same guidelines out there for all of us. Now, 
each bank or mortgage company you work at might have some overlays on top of those guidelines. So it really comes down to separating yourself. Sometimes it's with products. Sometimes your company might create some proprietary products like we have at Guardian where, you know, for instance, we can do a, uh, you know, typically if you have uh, less than 20% down on a conventional loan, if you put less than 20% down payment, you have to have mortgage insurance. Well, we at Guardian created a program where you can put 15% down. You know, it's, it's a good difference. 5% is, you know, a good chunk to keep in the bank still. Um, and we pay the mortgage insurance, so there's no cost to the borrower. So products like that are, are helpful to be unique. But from a, from a personal standpoint, it's going to be community, it's going to be knowledge and communication and, and really just having the knowledge of the products. Um, I've got, I mean, my whole office, that's, that's all I did for those first probably five, six years was just product research and pricing and, and making sure that, you know, we're fitting people in the right, right programs. And that's something I really enjoy doing. And so, um, you know, just making sure you know the programs that most of the loan officers in my office, you know, come to me with, you know, say, Hey, I, I got this scenario. What should I do? How should we structure this? What, you know, just for help and advice on stuff like that. And I love doing that, that piece. Um, so just the knowledge from that standpoint for communication, that's the interesting one. Uh, it seems so simple to just communicate with your borrower, communicate with your real estate agents, um, communicate with all the parties involved to make sure that your loan is closing on time or if you've got something, some sort of need that they're helping you address it. It doesn't happen a lot in the industry. Um, again, there's, there's plenty of great one, uh, loan officers that do do, the, do do it the same as I do, but I'm surprised at how often I hear from different real estate agents the lack of communication uh, from, from loan officers to the real estate agent or loan officers to the borrower telling them what's going on. So, so those are, that's really probably something, um, something pretty uh, significant there that separates me apart, the communication and knowledge. And then again, products from a, per, from a, from a standpoint of guardian, we are a bank. Uh, so we've got some portfolio lending options available, which means those are loans that are not sold off to the investors who are Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, VA. Portfolio loans are kept on our books in-house, so they, you know, their guidelines can be a little bit more tailored to some some individual needs. Um, it, I don't want to say that they're, you know, it's easier to get a loan that way. And typically, portfolio guidelines can be more strict than the investor guidelines can be, but you have some latitude on the ability to how you underwrite it. Let's say and maybe particular guidelines and they're getting some exceptions to them. So the portfolio programs and proprietary lending programs that we have are what sets me apart uh, at Guardian. And I've, I've, like I said, about two years I've been here now and um, really, really enjoy it here. It's a, it's a growing company. It's um, some great programs and products here. Well, and it sounds like it's a great company because of the people that work there um, and, <laughs> and having the subject matter experts within a part of that company really just validate uh, why someone would want to do business with you guys. So let me ask you this. Um, what, what is one thing that people seem to misunderstand about the industry as a whole? Industry is, um, that's pretty broad. It's tough to, to kind of go there. I would, maybe one thing I would say would be under realizing that we, we all do do the same thing, you know, going from one bank to the next, you know, you're underwriting the same guidelines. Now, what you, what, what's not understood is that even though you're underwriting the same guidelines, you're going to have underwriters who are individuals with free thinking minds and interpretations of those guidelines. 
And sometimes you might have somebody uh, go to bank, uh, you know, X over here with a self-employed individual and they look at his income and say, oh, you, you can't extract enough income here. We don't have enough usable income to qualify you. And they come over to say someone like me and I look at it and say, well, there's this, this and this that we can do, uh, which is allowed and we get some more income. Um, so, so that's something maybe not misunderstood. That might not just, just not be known that you could, that that can happen. Um, misunderstandings from a, a, uh, just a lending standpoint in general would maybe be that whole 20% down payment, let's say. Um, some people think to get a conventional loan, you have to put 20% down, which is not true. You can put as little as 3% down on a conventional loan, which is technically lower than an FHA loan, which is 3.5%. Now, you have to be a first-time homebuyer typically to do that 3% down. Otherwise, it's 5%, but you are not required to put 20% down for a, for a home purchase. That just, if you put less than 20%, you have to have that mortgage insurance, that private mortgage insurance or PMI. And that private mortgage insurance is, it's something that it's, it's, it does nothing for a borrower. It protects the bank, the lender against default. So if the borrower defaults on the loan, the bank gets made whole. Gotcha. So it's just a necessary evil that you have to have on the loan. And that's why I was saying that one product that we have with the 15% down with no mortgage insurance is very attractive because somebody who, uh, say, could put 20% down, but it's maybe stretching them, then they can go into that program and not have to pay that monthly mortgage insurance premium because the bank pays it for them. Um, but there's, uh, that's, that's probably one of the bigger misconceptions in the industry is, uh, regarding the 20% down. Okay. Thank you for sharing. That was, uh, information. Yeah. Part of it, a lot of it was the stuff that I've heard from you before, but, um, I didn't know the, the more finite details. So thank you very much for sharing that. Yeah. Um, Chris, so you mentioned earlier, um, that clients are telling you that you say thank you a lot and you're a positive person. What would also be like the best compliment that you've ever received? Um, so recently here, I, you know, best is tough. I, I've got I've got some nice reviews, some nice uh, compliments from clients over the years. The best compliments, really, the people that keep coming back over the years. I mean, that's okay. I mean, I've got clients I've worked with for 10, 12, 14 years now, and uh, done multiple loans over time, and they they call me for anything having to do with, with uh, financing of their home, whether it makes sense or not, just questions, whatever it might be. So that's probably the biggest compliment. As far as a recent, say, scenario of a compliment would be, uh, had a client move down here from uh, Nevada, moved down to, to Arizona here. Uh, super nice guy, uh, relocating down here to a senior committee, access community, actually down like Green Valley area. And, uh, and he's in his 70s. He's been a part of uh, at least a dozen real estate transactions in his life, he said. And he just couldn't stop thanking me for how, how great of a transaction it was, how smooth it went, uh, how, how uh, uh, just he was, he was super happy with the overall uh, process and communication. And just said in all the transactions he's ever been a part of, that was just the, the best one that uh, he's, he's done. So. Uh, that that was that sticks out to me. It's obviously a very recent one. So very nice. Well, congratulations to that. That's that's good to hear. Thank you. Yeah. So Thank you. Um, getting kind of shifting over more personal at this moment, if, or end business if you want. Um, if there were a book to be written about you, what would the title be? Oh man, I have no idea. 
uh, a book about me in the title. Uh, or maybe a book about man, that's business. one that book about my business. Um, slow and steady, I guess, uh, wins the race, something like that. I don't know. Okay. I definitely don't, uh, you know, it's taken me years to grow this thing. You know, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I, I you know, like I said, not, I'm not a big salesperson. I'm not trying to sell anybody anything. If you say it's not, it doesn't make sense for you. And I'll tell you some reasons why it may help you out financially, but I'm not going to try to pressure anybody into doing anything. So over the years, I've, I've slowly grown the business to where it is today. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I can't complain. I'm doing good business right now and I know it'll keep growing over the years, but it's taken time to get here. So, you know, that's, uh, that's probably all I could come up with there. All right. Well, I like it. Slow and steady. It sounds like a New York bestseller. <laughs> right. <laughs> so as we, as we wrap up, um, just briefly, what, in, in summary, what would you want the listeners to know? So one of the, uh, one of the biggest things that I like to try to instill in people is to any mortgage questions you have, reach out to a mortgage lender. You know, I'm, always available and be happy to talk to anybody anytime. I, I can talk mortgage all day to people and I do. Um, but if you, if you're trying to buy a house or refinance, you need to, you need to run the questions through uh, an expert, subject matter expert, because you can only find so much online and it's just, it helps to answer these questions that you're not going to be able to figure out on your own. It's never, it should never be a waste of a loan officer's time to have a conversation with somebody about a mortgage. You don't know where that's going to take you. It could just be a conversation, could turn into a loan in a couple months. It could be, you know, three, six, nine, 12 months down the road that somebody's ready to, but, but the more you can inform the person early on with information, the, the easier the process is for them and they appreciate it. You stay in touch with the person. Ideally, you work with them down the road, but never hesitate to reach out. I hear it a lot. People just, they don't want to waste our time. They don't want to waste my time. They don't want to call me. I may not be ready yet. My credit's not where it needs to be. It doesn't matter. And you're not going to know the answers to these questions that you have until you talk to somebody, a professional about it to get them answered. So don't hesitate to call a loan officer and talk to them. If somebody feel, if you feel like they're bothered by it or, you know, annoyed that they have to answer some questions from you, not the right person. Good point. Good point. So are you ready to get a little bit more busier with all the people listening to this oh. and calling you? <laughs> I can uh, always, Oh, I'll always take on more business. Absolutely. Very good. Absolutely. So let's, let's, let's tell them how they can get a hold of you. Uh, social media, phone number, website, that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, social media wise, I'm not, you know, not super active. I've got a Facebook page. It's uh, uh, Chris Bussey mortgage loan officer. Uh, Guardian, my Guardian Mortgage uh, website is uh, just as it sounds, guardianmortgageonline.com slash Chris Bussey. And my name, last name is spelled uh, B as in boy, U, S as in Sam, S as in Sam, E. Um, I've had the same phone number for about uh, 20, 25 years, and I use that for the, my business. So that uh, cell phone is always the best way to reach me via text or, or phone at 602-740-7867. And I'm always happy to talk to anybody about uh, a mortgage. And just as a reminder for everybody listening, if you've got questions, he is your answer guy. Uh, there is no question dumb enough, no question small enough. 
Exactly. Um, and instead of just looking online for the answers, do a little bit of research if you need to. It makes you feel comfortable. But reach out to Chris, and he's given our information to you. So, um, Chris, thank you so much for being a part of this. It's been a pleasure to host you and uh, wish you the, the best of luck. But I don't think you need luck. I think you're already prepared. And so I, I would just say this, that maybe the best of opportunities ahead for you and uh, your company. Chris, thank you so much. Really enjoyed it and uh, appreciate it. Not a problem, sir. Well, thanks for listening to Epic, another podcast brought to you from With Purpose. Again, my name is Chris, and I am the owner as well as lead business strategist and growth expert for the company. I hope you, your family, and your company are well. Whatever you do today, do it with purpose.